Welcome, everyone, to Excitement Incorporated. I'm your host, Daniel. I'm Rich. I'm Ellie. I'm Brian. This is a nerd-centric podcast where we get excited about all the media, television, film, and video games all in that order. You can also watch us on YouTube. If you want to see what we look like, if you want to see the Den of Bricks, the fantastic collection of bricks behind us that uh, Rich plays and puts together with, yes. maybe in that order, not in that order, backwards and forwards. Is there anything yeah, else I'm putting Oh, yeah. Listen uh, to When Daniel Met Rich on every other Monday. That's our adult-oriented show. Not that we don't get adult here, but, you know, it's, it's oh, way know. more adult. Way more adult. Like, you do not <laughs> listen to that show with your kids adult. No. Yeah, or no. no. Not unless you want them dropping a few words you don't want them hearing at schools. Oh, it's so true. Oh, oh yeah. It's so true. But I would be just a smidgen proud if we got an email that said uh, my child's <coughs> first suspension came from listening to an episode in the car. You know what? You know, there's going to be a day where I'm taking my kid to school and the teacher's going to ask him, did you do your homework? And they're just going to say in their little rocket voice, no. the F word. Just an F word. Just an F word. Not a no. Just a, just, just, mm-hmm. just you do your homework. Fuck. I take that as a no. <laughs> Excuse me. Is that actually a thing you can say in uh, opposition? Brian. Yes, Daniel. I'm so happy you're here. I'm happy to be here, too. You're on the camera. You're just straight. I know, all right? It's for once I'm on camera. I'm not behind it there. That's so true. And I don't have to eat banana chips for once. Yeah, exactly. Well, we can we, still throw a match for no, nostalgia if we you can, want. We can. I think, or I'll at least I can. All right. <laughs> Rich would have to put on gloves to do that. I like to pretend your allergy is a lot worse than it actually is. Fair enough. Ladies first, Ellie, what have you watched? So I watched uh, The Long Shot this week, Ooh. which is the Charlize Theron, uh, Seth Rogen movie. That is not about accidental pregnancy. Right. I've heard well, that, that, that really was. Good. You're talking about Knocked Up, which, which is Katherine Heigl. And Seth Rogen. Holy crap. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, wow. I couldn't tell. <laughs> Charlize Theron is significantly hotter. Oh, wow. no. Oh, Hot no. blondes are interchangeable today. Oh, no. <laughs> we have learned something this episode, folks. This we, got, we got learned wow. already, this and it's bad. not even two minutes in. I All right. Boy. I thought Catherine Hagel was going to be in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Leo DiCaprio. I'm just kidding. I love Margot Robbie way more than that. <laughs> What'd you think? Uh, I liked it a lot. It was super funny. Mm-hmm. It was it was worth a watch. Is it like kind of a new spin? Because I noticed it's supposed to be like a rom com. It's definitely it's definitely a rom com. It's formulaic, but it's still funny, and it's it does turn a few things on its side. Like basically, it switches the gender roles for the the main. Oh yeah, because isn't this one with a preview where it says it's like Pretty Woman, but you're not attractive at all? <laughs> yeah, basically, <laughs> or something like that. Basically, all right. I'm down. Oh. Plus Seth Rogen, because he's just some kind of like reporter, and he's like, yeah. following a a, a a politician, lady? Uh, Secretary of State. Secretary of State. Right. Now I did notice that um, halfway, like in the preview, there's some kind of like attack, like some kind of bomb right. attack, and they're hiding in the basement or something right. like that. That's yeah. Yeah, is that supposed to be like a? Is, is there a major like tonal shift? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah, major tonal shift actually. That's what I thought. Kind yeah. of, kind of gives away. But if if it was still good, yeah, it, of that, it is then, still good. Okay. It's worth a watch if you're a fan of rom coms. Kind of becomes a silly thriller almost. Hmm. No. No. Duly noted. I, I still was playing to that. 
Uh, I may take the wife to that. Maybe do it. Yeah, well, I saw. It. I I yeah. almost got some previews for it, and I just kept passing on the on the preview on the passes until like I finally saw the preview, and I was like, "Ooh, geez, maybe I should have got those." Yeah, I'm just saying. Well, honestly, my wife prefer in the theater. My wife prefers the stuff that I really want to see or horror. That's it. Mm. She doesn't want to watch like romantic comedies or any of that in the theater. She got just it. wants to watch horror movies. Or like mm-hmm. the big blockbuster type tentpole movies that I enjoy. Oh, so you'll okay. So if she's into horror. You guys will be going to see Annabelle Comes Home at the end of next month. <laughs> what about Child's Play? Hard no. Child's Play. Oh come on. Because they're also Mark Hamill. Hamill. Mark Hamill. Child's Play. It. Voice of the Skywalker. I might see that. Okay. All right. I might actually see that. Annabelle Comes the Home. The first one. <laughs> I don't know. It looks like a garbage oh, fire. Child's dude. Place. The first original Child's Play scared the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. But then again, I saw it when I was like 10. Right. Yeah. And probably when you shouldn't have. Yeah, exactly. I was over at my buddy's house and we were, well, at my buddy's grandfather's house. And he was like, hey, I rented a tape for you guys. It's called Child's Play. I don't know. Check it out. It seemed like it was right up your alley. It's got a top. It's got like a boy doll on the cover. You know, it should be fun for you guys. And we were like, okay. We sat down and watched it. And we were actually sitting in the same chair because we were like, Tiny, right? So well, we could fit that? in a armchair together, and <laughs> we kept grabbing each other's legs in fear. <laughs> it was, so I think I cried. I think he wet himself. We're not <laughs> sure. The chair was wet when we got up. Did you cry in his lap? It might have been me. It might have been him. It might have been both of us. Might have cried in his lap. I That's don't know. How he wet himself <laughs> with your tears? Maybe I don't know. It's. <laughs> Get out of this <laughs> so, so the I long shot is good. Yes. <laughs> long shot is good. No, sorry. Flashed back in nostalgia. <laughs> that was a good story. Other than that, I just watched Rick and Morty again. Oh, oh nice. I mean, they are. Uh, they did announce season four is coming soon. That's why I watched. Mm-hmm. Right? Was it by the end of the year? That uh, it was? Yes, it was November. 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 Oh, oh, so many yeah. things in November. Yes. So many things. Sword and Shield. Uh, uh, but Fallen uh, Order. Yeah. More hey. importantly, August thirtieth is the day. August 30th is the day to watch out for. What's August 30th? New Tool album drops. Holy shit. Finally. Holy shit. Finally. Really? Yes. Holy oh, man. shit. Yes. They announced, wow. Maynard confirmed it on his Twitter, August 30th. Good. New Tool album. That's really exciting. I I might not listen to anything <laughs> else throughout the rest of the year. How that funny. That might be the only thing I listen to. From August 30th on. That's really exciting. How funny would it be if, like, a certain other band's, like, looking at their phone and then system of it, of it down, they look up from the phone and they're like, fuck, we were going to drop August 30th. <laughs> <laughs> we can't now. <laughs> Fucking search tanking. For, yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, sir. Just looks up. Guess we're not fuck. doing it. <laughs> what a bunch of tools. When angels deserve to cry. I... <laughs> but Rick and Morty in November anyway. It's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's true. Brian. Me? What, what have you, you watch? watch? So lately I've just been been watching Netflix like crazy. Uh one of the things I have been watching though is Sinbad. Sinbad. Yeah. Oh, the anime Sinbad. Yeah, the anime, the Netflix. That looks one. interesting. It's actually really good. Mm-hmm. I definitely recommend it. I'm not a really big spoiler, so go check it out. Ten out of ten. Alright. Alright. Okay. Um, isn't it like there? I think they, how many seasons is on there? Right now for Sinbad, one. 
Okay. And okay. I watched it. Is it Netflix exclusive? Do you know? Or does I it seem like I don't know if it it's uploaded? Netflix exclusive. I know it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. That's basically why I've been watching it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Anything fantasy related, I've been just watching. Well, naturally. And Netflix, actually, they're capitalizing on um, science fiction properties now. Um, oh, yeah. Specifically. Finally. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Hmm? New season Black Mirror next month. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Black good. Mirror. In like a week. Right. A week. <laughs> Fuck. Woo. Yes. <laughs> you know what's in less Just than exciting. a week? What? Swamp Thing. Yes. yes. Really? Produced by. Have you not seen any trailers for uh-uh. something? Oh, oh my no. god! This watch it. looks like it's gonna be awesome. Um, it's produced by James Wan. Right. I know that. That's why I'm um, excited about. They it. released a trailer not too long ago. Um, they've okay. had some teases, but the one that they just dropped looks. It actually looks horrifying. Like it, it looks like things are like. I looks, mean, it oh, looks, looks creepy man. as shit. It Aww. looks amazing. Yeah, I'm excited. There's like something yeah. wrong with the swamp, and then they're like, you might walking actually in the house. use your DC Universe subscription, right? Because huh? <laughs> yeah. I, I paid for it. I paid for the full year, but I have yet to watch more than an episode of anything. I've watched maybe an episode of Titans, and that's it. Uh, Not even Batman Beyond. Uh, nothing. <sighs> there it was imagery of however there was like there was creepy creamy uh, creepy imagery creepy that makes it like creamy. honestly scarier than Brendan Fraser's ass <laughs> that's fucking terrifying in, in, oh my in, God, in no. how dare you glorious HD how dare you besmirch <laughs> I'm sorry the back door I'm sorry A Brendan Fraser mummy hunter <laughs> that's not the door he meant when he said gotta go <laughs> time to go you don't know uh, <laughs> I almost just choked on my think? water. That would have been a fun time. I'm just saying, maybe Rachel Vice wasn't in the third one because she wasn't into butt stuff. Whoa, Rich, yes. would you watch? I have watched so many things. Same. So, um, of note, Big Bang Theory finally came to an end. Thank mm-hmm. God. And I watched the end of that with the wife. And I was just like, thank God this is over. Right. right. It was Pretty more of like a relief thing. I, I used to enjoy that show, and it seemed like the last like four seasons, they pretty much phoned it in. It got really, really tedious. Yeah, and babies. And, and, uh, so it's kind of like Roseanne at the last season. Yeah, pretty the much. The original. Yeah. You can take it with you if you want. So um, I've been keeping up with iZombie. Oh, nice. Because that's come back. Right. Oh. So... That's been fun. How um, many episodes in the final season do you know? I want to say it's the full 13. Oh, okay. Okay. Because so. I know a lot of them are doing half season. Like Arrow, they announced they were going to do a final run. Right. A shorter amount. Right. I was just curious about iZombie. Yeah. Oh, iZombie is kind of, the story has gotten kind of off the rails. Mm-hmm. It's so it's. Bat shit insane. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy right now. And uh, I'm kind of glad that it's the last season because it lets them go out while they're still high. You right. Know? Right. <laughs> um, finished the entire second season of Sabrina. Oh, nice. So, how did Sabrina. that end? Did it end as well as the first season ended? Yeah. It did? Yeah, I, cool. I think so. There was, okay. There's a, um, there's a character on the show. Mm-hmm. That it kind of delved into her character a little bit more, mm-hmm. oh. and it it she had like some really good scenes that it was just kind of heart wrenching to see, oh. and it it's weird that you sympathize with this character considering just how blatantly evil she is, but it was very powerful oh. in the scenes that she these scenes that she had and everything. So I highly recommend it. Okay. 
We've been looking for an excuse to get into it, so yeah. we just yeah. finished a show ourselves, so which I'll talk about, obviously. Yes. Um, I got big time back into Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. I kind of <laughs> stepped away for a little while there, and then this past weekend I binged like five the or six episodes. Just ended. Yeah. Yeah. I jumped in and did like five or six episodes in a row, so that was cool. Dope. That show just gets better and better and better and crazier and just more and more nuts. It's it's so much fun. It keeps ramping up, mm-hmm. huh? It does. Oh, um, okay. Is it as wacky? Do they kind of keep the consistency in terms of the story that's set up in the first episode, or is it just like a here and there that they follow that overall arc? They're following that arc pretty much all the way. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. I've yeah. seen some interesting episodes, like, uh, uh, or not episodes, but episode titles, like Dog Patrol, and like, it's always got patrol in it. Yeah. Right? I saw one that was like Dog Patrol, maybe Love Patrol, just things like that. Yeah. There's, well, one of my favorites that I watched in there was uh, Therapy Patrol. There you go. <laughs> that one was really good, because um, Robot Man starts going off the rails a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so he gets the idea that they should have group therapy so that everybody can air their shit. Fuck. <laughs> and oh, I have to get terrible. back. I have to get and, back. <laughs> and no one is on board for this. <laughs> but he locks them all in a room and is like, team meeting, we're doing group therapy. <laughs> and everybody is just like, no, shut up. No, we're not doing uh, this. Let alone <laughs> that most of them need therapy on their own. Exactly. Level of therapy. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. But the whole reason that he suggests it and starts going off the rails is because Mr. Nobody convinces a field mouse to get revenge on him for crushing its mother. <laughs> what? So while he's okay. while he's not paying attention, this field mouse crawls in and starts screwing with his circuitry <laughs> and it, it just it really messes up robot man so the whole reason that he suggests group therapy is because this rat is inside him just messing with things i love it it's wow. awesome ah oh, so man. i went to the theater and i mm-hmm. saw the live action aladdin okay how was it not great. Oh, I I did not enjoy. It. Other people did, but I yes. I That's cringed true. pretty hard uh-huh. at Will Smith singing. Oof, because <laughs> it was he was attempting to sing it the way Robin Williams sang it, and he's not yeah. a not Robin Williams. It's not well, the way to well, do it. Not he wasn't trying to be Robin Williams. He was trying to. Hit those same notes and everything, just trying to sing the song. Like stylistic wise? Yeah. Right. And it just didn't work for him. Okay. So those were a little cringy. Um, The only person in there that could sing was the actress playing Jasmine. Right. And they shoehorned in two original songs as kind of like a B plot for her. And it just didn't work. She sounded fine, but the lyrics of the songs were just kind of Okay. So the B plot crashed hard for me. Um, Jafar was fine. He wasn't what I was. He wasn't as slimy as the animated Jafar. So I, I appreciated his performance, but it wasn't a Jafar worthy performance for me. Well, they made Jafar look hot for once. 
I mean, right? Yeah, so I don't think that you can get really slimy with that. Right. Well, you they can. wanted they wanted to make you want to feel uh, Janir rather than Jafar. There you go. <laughs> Thank yes. You. Thank you. So that's my take on Aladdin. But um, are you uh, if while we're on Aladdin, mm-hmm. let me put in what I thought about it because we okay. watched it last go night. Before you get on to your next thing, we saw it last night too. I I thought it was a little off too, not for the same reasons as you. Um, I think that Robin Williams masterfully adapted the character of Genie right. without. Um, it never felt like he was unable to walk in in Robin Williams' shoes for any reason, mm-hmm. um, with the attitude and stuff. Uh, and I had to Google it, but like Arabian Nights seemed weird. But Robin Williams was never able to sing Arabian Nights, as opposed to Will Smith, who's always been a recording artist. Right. So I right. think he was able to um, record a decent amount more of the singing. But he's also got his own style on it. My biggest issue with this, um, in terms of the music, as it relates to the music, uh, was that they added they. <clears throat> They tried to make this into like a musical, like the movies that are adapted from musicals, and then you have the music that sounds like it's a band. So in almost every song, there is a drum set. There is just a normal drum set. You got a friend like me? I've been saying on episodes for months now that um, it was going to have a hip-hop spin on it, like Mm -hmm. they were going to Mm -hmm. do something with Mm -hmm. it. Um, Not entirely. They had a breakdown, but he still sang a lot of things. Um, it was really cool the way he he takes into his version of Genie, who's kind of a big head, versus the old style of Genie, who's just so desperately wants a friend, which made the dichotomy mm-hmm. a little weird. Because you know, um, when he says uh, instead of saying like Prince Ali, he says, "What's your name again?" Because <laughs> like, right. he just <laughs> met the guy and he forgot him, and it's in the lyrics. It's really funny. Okay. Um, but yeah, the 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 shoved in musical elements were all just kind of like, did we need another song? Like, I don't like a ton of musical sequences. Right. I like the right amount, you yeah. know. And if, uh, understandably, these live action movies might be a little bit longer, but we don't need to extend them with more music. We need to extend them with more things we can do in live action, you know. Right. Um. So yeah, the music really really threw me off, and then it all felt. Uh, I don't like the director at all. His directing style, style. It's Guy Ritchie. The last movie he directed was King Arthur, um, with the one with Charlie Hunnam in it, and it was absolute garbage. Um, it's almost like a director who really hit his stride in the eighties and nineties, and then just kept doing the same thing into gotcha. the thousands. And <laughs> just can't adapt. That yeah, he doesn't adapt. So some of the humor that's supposed to be funny isn't really there. Um, <laughs> he doesn't put the focus on the right parts. Uh, he, you know, um, he tries to put spins on things, but it sounds like things that are like, hey, don't forget to do a little bit of this. And he goes, okay, fine. But I'm going to go back to having this, you know, um, lame type Jafar. And I'm going to make sure we have the silly physical comedy and we have the action sequences and that the musical sequences are going to feel more like <laughs> that parade. I love the parade. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Prince Ali sequence, of course. It filmed like it was on a live stage. Okay. It's sad when a movie goes to live action and the animated version remains better in in looks. There was like one camera shot for all of Prince Ali. 
Yeah. That's bizarre. Pretty much one camera shot that is like basically face on and then Will Smith performs his way out of it. And I'm like, are we watching Grease on live on Fox <laughs> right now? Which is this thing where he's not getting creative enough. I feel like, I mean, are we putting all the budget into making making sure that, you know, uh, Will Smith as Genie can float? I don't know what was going on there. And I want to sit here and bash this. It, it, was, a, it was a perfectly fun time. Watch yeah. it. I'll never watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can honestly say I liked it better than The Beauty and the Beast 2. But that's, that's just fair. me, personally. I, well, I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Beauty and the Beast as yeah. well. I, I felt... But I hated Beauty and the Beast. So. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. You made me think of some. What anime or animated show or movie has been made into live action that's actually been good? Like, has any of them been good for Pete's live Dragon. Action? Pete's Dragon? Um, Jungle Book was also just fine. Okay, it was decent. Um, but I feel like everyone since there's n- there's none that really like capitalized. But Pete's Dragon, Pete's Dragon made me cry, which is insane because the first one is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the forties one is terrible, but the remake was oh man, so it was heart wrenching, but it was also lovely. So there's two that we can think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, they're hit and miss, but you know, as we go along, I think it's more for them wanting to push these things out, um, in a timely fashion than to mm, and and to make money. As opposed to really having like super good things, I think they were okay with Aladdin being okay, um, but in the meantime, I feel like you know, like they were never going to give the Lion King to anyone other than John Favreau. Right. Yeah, in, right. in these lights, right? So, I mean, um, I'm just never going to watch a Guy Ritchie movie again because it, I saw the same styles in both movies. Probably a good yeah. idea. Well, I Guy Ritchie is good. In his own projects. Yes. So like Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels and Snatch are both awesome movies. Mm-hmm. And they're both he written and directed Snatch. by him. Yeah. What is he doing with these other properties? I don't know. There I don't go. know why he's taking. Yeah. Makes well, no sense. He's, yeah. he's working. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. He's taking the jobs that come. Truth. So. Okay. I, I think that's. What it um, is, but he needs to get back to his roots. He needs to get yeah. back to Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, okay. Snatch, movies of this nature. Mm-hmm. Right. The spin on Aladdin wasn't terrible. It um, was, it could have been better, is mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Okay. So. Oh, I'm not saying it was terrible. I'm just saying it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, it. I, I was half tempted midway through to just put in my earbuds and watch the animated one on my phone. Yes. Because I was like, man, this is so much better in the original. Which is like, if you're not going to make it better, why make it at all? Right. So we were on that. No, thing. I mean, there was an attempt. It was failed, but it was, there was an attempt. It's they true. tried. What so. else did you watch, sir? Um. So the other movies I watched, uh, I watched an older movie called Splice. Okay. Ooh. Yep, I've heard of that. So hadn't seen it before, and my wife was like, I kind of want to watch a horror thriller type movie and she her default is to go to the on demand and rent whatever's newest and i'm Mm -hmm. like honey there are hundreds literally thousands of movies you've never seen that are free Mm -hmm. let's go into our hbo because we've got that until because i canceled it so i've got it until the end of the month i was like let's watch stuff on hbo let's watch stuff on netflix there's Hundreds of horror movies and Netflix that you haven't seen, right? And I'm I'm slowly warming her up to the Man from Earth. I don't know if you've seen this one on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Oh my god, that movie is stellar. Okay, 
it's an ex I'll get into that later. But um so we watched Splice, which is this weird genetic splicing movie. These two biochemists mm-hmm. create a new life form. Yes. Oh, okay. And it mm-hmm. a lady with a tail and Uma Thurman eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what yeah. you're telling me is they made Uma Thurman. Mm, with if, a tail. If mm-hmm. Uma Thurman was also part scorpion. Just never knew. With a tail. And smaller boobs. Yeah, that she's not. Is it possible to have smaller boobs in Uma Thurman? Uma Thurman's got a rack. Really? Oh, yeah. For a long time there, I wasn't even aware she had eyes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, why did I know? I never looked at him. I miss this. I miss <laughs> this. I miss this so much. Oh I love God. it. One of these days, I she am just, a pick. One, anyway, one of these days, she's just gonna walk in here and she's gonna be like, "I heard what you guys said," and I'm just gonna be like, "Which one do I look at?" <laughs> I'm gonna be like, "You look at Daniel because I'm not even looking at your face." Anyway, and I'm just looking left or right because I don't know which eye to look at. No. Yeah, because they're anyway. like, they're borderline in different counties. They kind of. It's true, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Like one's, one's a different zip code almost. Yep. <laughs> so Splice. Yes. Then I, we watched a documentary on Netflix called Rocco. Okay. This documentary is about the life and career of Rocco Sifredi. Yeah. If you're unfamiliar with the name Rocco Sifredi, because you don't watch near as much porn as I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is an Italian porn star who's had like a 30-year career. Holy shit. This guy's been going at it for a long time. Is he the one with like the gigantic dick? He's got a he's got a pretty big dick. Is it like the big like the one where they just no, like slap no, the girls? Not, okay. It's not the massive one or anything. He does smack girls when he has one. Okay. He, <laughs> Let's not get this, too far uh, into WMR, yeah. but yeah, yeah this, go ahead. So this this documentary was okay. Okay. I mean, as far as documentaries go, it kind of told its story and everything. But this was about his retirement from the business and his final scene. His final scene was filmed at for kink.com, just to let you know what okay. speed this okay. guy is running. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So He's absolutely filthy. He's probably among my favorite of, of the male stars up there, you know, awesome. as far as what he, the subject matter he tackles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, how guess. can you s- stop working when your work provides you with 28 kids? <laughs> <laughs> well, and well, the really interesting part of the documentary was interviewing his wife. Okay. He's, been married to this, he's been married to this woman for like 25 years. They have three kids together and everything. And there was a time, I want to say like five years, they were married for five years and he decided to stop. Mm-hmm. He decided he was going to do something else. And uh, he started going to like prostitutes and everything. And he tearfully confessed to his wife about this and she was like, well, why did you stop filming? Right. No one asked you to stop. I understood this was part of who you are when I married you. As long as you're honest and upfront with me about it, it's it's your job. It's fine. Yeah. So with the blessing of his wife, he goes back to work. And then when he was, there's interactions with him and his kids because he's got two sons. One's like 20 and another one's like 17 or something. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, he was talking to them on camera about it. And he was like, have you ever seen any of my work? And they were like, we don't really watch that kind of stuff. Just doesn't interest us. Mm. And he was like, really? You know, and the the one kid was like, it doesn't bother me at all. I'm proud to be your son. That's nice. And he, wow. he kind of teared up at that. And That man's got a blessed family. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. For Jesus. real. Yeah. His yeah. wife. Holy shit. Yeah. So it was an interesting tale you know to hear him talk about his life and his history and everything and yeah his career okay not one of my favorite documentaries but you know sure. it wasn't bad at all okay. interesting definitely oh yeah what else you watch and then uh wife and i marathoned the first season of dead to me on netflix interesting okay we watched the whole thing this is the christina applegate Linda Cardellini. Okay, I started show. it. It was, it was good. Um, held my interest. Mm-hmm. It started to get predictable. Ah, so I saw where I saw the writing on the wall. I saw where it was going. Yes, and by the time it ended, I was like, "Yeah, this makes sense where right. we're at here." Okay, so yeah. it wasn't really a surprise or anything. I just enjoyed watching Linda Cardellini because she was she looked awesome in the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she did the sexy Velma first, so oh, she yeah, <laughs> She's got I was a gonna say place for me, yeah, I was gonna say if she did like the uh, the orange leather jumpsuit, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Velma, who who would have thought Velma would be so hot? Who would have thought Scooby Doo? I didn't even I didn't even consider it until so I saw that, and I was just like, hello, oh, wow, hello, <laughs> Velma. Yeah, that's a big joke, but also not a joke because it was just actually perfect. Yeah. Um, as far as documentaries are concerned. I watched Game of Thrones, The Last Watch. It was a documentary that had next to nothing to do with the main cast. All right. And everything to do with the behind the scenes. So you get to see one of the extras who had been on the show for five years. Uh, The guy who put in all the fake snow. Um, One of the um, special effects makeup artists. You get to see uh, Amelia Clark put on, get her um, hair and makeup done on the first day of the final season and the last day of the final season. So they they do a pretty good job kind of like covering everything and then going into like all the extra stuff. There was also a video of um, the, the table read of the entire season where they all go in for a day and narrator reads through and everyone does their lines. It was really funny to watch characters just like have their final scene happen and then close their script and toss it in and lean back. Like, oh shit. Like some of them were <laughs> yeah. finding about their characters at this table read. And so oh, some of them were shit. like, yeah, some of them were like, great. <laughs> like, and actually mad that they get offed, you know? Oh, um, uh, uh, Kit Harrington's uh, Kit Harrington found out at that table read, and we got to see on camera um, when he got to see his biggest moment in the final season, and he wasn't aware. <laughs> and watching him stare across the table at one of his co-stars while she's just giving him this funny look from the final episode of what happens, it's it was actually a really good documentary um, for that reason. Um, but not a ton of like super. Extra details, like I said, you get to see a lot of the final stuff. You get to see people like hooting and hollering for other characters when they have big moments. So it's pretty interesting. I'm trying to think of like anything else like that's super important about that documentary. The note, but not. I really. think I'm more interested in watching that documentary than I am watching the entire series. I mean, you and me both, Ellie. 
Mm-hmm. Blue meatball. So <laughs> when you say they talked to the guy that was in charge of all the fake snow, was mm-hmm. that um, Kit Harrington's stunt double? No, it wasn't. It really wasn't because the guy was black. <laughs> but I digress. Uh, well, no, that was a play on Jon Snow, fake snow. Never mind. I know, anyway, I know, I know I what it meant. You. I know what it meant. It was a stretch, Rich. You know what? It was a stretch, and I'm not entirely certain it was worth it, but I'm standing by it. Okay. Oh, you didn't pull a muscle, so eh? We watched the first two episodes <laughs> of What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show. Nice. Give me your thoughts. Oof. How is? Not in a bad way. It is spot on. Yeah? Um, But better. Oh, what boy. Is? Wait. Um, What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show. So what we do in the shadows? Have you seen the movie? Um, nope. Yeah, yeah, we oh, can tell. We can see tell. The movie, what we yeah. Do in the okay. Yeah, so it was a right. New Zealand documentary, mockumentary, mockumentary by Taika Waititi <laughs> um, of Thor Ragnarok fame. Now, he uh, um, they basically make a documentary about mm, old school vampires and mm-hmm. just their kind of their silliness, how they thrive now, um, having old school vampires and stuff like that. Right. It's almost like MTV's Real World. But, but with vampires. Vampires yeah. as roommates. So they're like... So they're, is this one of those Lestat things or whatever? No, 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 no. no. It's oh, no. much funnier than it's that. It's right. absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Um, right, yeah. I'll look this... I'll, I will watch this next time. Where'd you see this at? Netflix? Uh, it's on uh, FX, but I, I, I have it. I'll give it to you. Um, yeah. The movie a, was on Hulu, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. The movie... Yeah. The movie's on one of the streaming platforms. We'll find it for you. Um, potentially Hulu, Prime, whatever. Netflix. So... I'm going to watch while next you're week. talking. Yeah, the movie itself was awesome. The show um, in the first episode was a little too much like uh, the the documentary in terms of setting up because you have a, a familiar who's the servant but wants to be recognized okay. for service. Um, it's his like eighth year of, of, uh, of serving his master. And he's like, uh, his master says, don't think I forgot, and gives him like a glitter painting of himself <laughs> and says, it's, be, it's been a wonderful two years. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's been eight. It's been eight, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, yes. It's, that's all I have to tell you guys. Honestly, yeah. You, I will... I was so <laughs> ready because I so, love yeah. love um, the movie. And even the next thing um, is that they have they said uh, a big part of this storyline now that I'm really looking forward to is that in the first episode um, and what's going to be the continuing storyline is that they have an old school vampire, even older than Peter in the original movie. <laughs> no, Peter, no. Peter looks like Nosferatu. Right. Yeah. This vampire looks like the decrepit, um, dried up vampires in Underworld. Oh, <laughs> and and they're like, oh, the Baron's here, and they they open up, um, and then they open up the casket. They arrange the ceiling just per, not the ceiling, but the attic just perfectly for him, and then they they open up. It's like an old school Egyptian sarcophagus, right? <laughs> and it opens up, and the Baron kind of like just walks out, and and they're like, hello, and then the Baron is like looking around of all of them, and like Guillermo's like, oh wow, and. They, they couldn't find old school things. Um, so naturally one of the vampires is apologizing that they didn't hang skin from the ceiling. It's just like <laughs> it's just little confetti wrappers. Um while they're in the department store, Guillermo, the familiar who's unappreciated, um, gestures he's like looking for decorations for the Baron's arrival. And he's like and he holds up like a skeleton 
hanger for like a Halloween right. decoration. He's like, what do you think? And and the vampire goes, eh, and it catches on fire and turns <laughs> up and he walks away. <laughs> so the Baron's walking out and they're looking around and, and Guillermo's there. The two vampire lovers are there. The two vampire lovers, what they're not telling each other is that they've, they're both nervous um, because, well, I mean, I guess I should say it in this order. Um, the girl's nervous because she had this amazing love affair in an off space between her vampire lover. And then it switches to her vampire lover, um, who's also nervous because he also had a love affair with the Baron <laughs> in this off space. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're, they both like don't know that they both had this crazy affair with the Baron, who was just dried up and decrepit and gross. So the Baron walks out, looks at their um, lady familiar... And just bites into her. <laughs> Bleeds her dry. Blood is in same effect, of course, being that it's on FX. And naturally, Guillermo, the, the other familiar, is like, oh, God. <laughs> is it me? Shit, shit, shit. Um, and then the Baron says, why aren't we in power? That's why I sent you over. And they say, we'll get on it. And then they start going to uh, town hall meetings. <laughs> town hall. <laughs> 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 yes. So they go to these town hall meetings, oh. and the first oh, one walks up. The man. first one walks up to the podium, and basically demands that they'll like hand over power. And they said, "We'll hear this out next week." <laughs> they they <laughs> sent him away. Um, he shows up at the councilwoman, the president councilwoman's house. I'm sorry, I'm giving a synopsis right now, but I really this is only the first episode. Oh my god! Holy shit! Okay. The first episode. Um, and she he shows up to her house, and he's like, "I would like to do whatever I can to help you," you know, trying to influence her to start right. putting a vampire in power. He says, whatever I can do to help. And she says, I think we're, what we're going to do first is get rid of these sneaky bandit rats, rats that are just digging into the trash. And so he says, okay. And he walks out and he's like trying to hypnotize a raccoon. And the raccoon is completely unfazed. <laughs> completely unfazed. He says, okay, fine. And he, start, he pulls out a flute and starts playing it. And all the raccoons start coming. <laughs> Cut to the morning. The councilwoman walks out and there's a gigantic pile of raccoon carcasses. <laughs> <laughs> she screams. <laughs> They go oh, to town no. hall. They go to town hall, and she's like, "I don't know what kind of threat this was supposed to be." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, needless to say, it's all whoa shit. All my stuff was loud. Whoops. Um, needless to say, and of course, it's when I complain at you about your phone going off. Um, yeah, my phone's on silent. Buddy. I turned mine on to do not disturb. There is episode seven is titled "Baron's Night Out." Oh, God. I haven't even. I'm so excited to just get home and keep watching. Oh, I just okay. am. So um, um, I'm gonna stop talking about what we're doing. Shadows, that? yeah. FX. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like I'll, I'll, I'll this. I'll, I'll give it to you guys. Um. So where else on my watch list? So, um, we decided to watch True Detective season three before our HBO now um stops renewing because Game of Thrones is over. True Detective. Everyone killed HBO. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, true Detective is like a true. Cr- it's a, it's basically a true crime, but it's still fictional, right? It plays right. out. Um, it plays out like that. Um, and there was a lot of skepticism. There was a lot of space between seasons two and three because season two was a hodgepodge pile of diarrhea shit. It was so bad. The first season, starring Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson, phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. They turned the grittiness. Alexander Daddario's epic boobies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So they turned the grittiness up to an 11 
that makes it feel so dark that there's almost a supernatural element to it as well because you feel like the serial killer is watching you. Okay. The whole time, but it's gritty and it's dark, um, which adds just like this wonderful element of like it feels supernatural, but there are no supernatural elements to the show. Okay. Um, which is a wonderful thing of that that hauntedness, that 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 fear of what's in the dark in a weird way. Okay. Yeah, okay. it could be around the corner, mm-hmm. not even know. I can mm-hmm. get behind yeah. this. Um, and also the way they play out is that you show these um detectives when they're partners, and then when they've broken up. Um, a couple years later. So there's two timelines in the first season. The second season, I don't think had any sp- different timeline. Season three, they kind of went back to the old um um fashion, but they add some new um layers, such as one of the cops is African American, yep. uh, played by Mahershala Ali, wonderful, wonderful actor. They have a timeline in the 80s, 90s, and then the future, 24 years later. Hmm. <coughs> Hmm. All about the one same case and how it's driving them nuts. Oh, wow. Really? In episode two, and this is the only minor spoiler I'm giving about the show. In, um, so we go through the first episode, and um, he's starting to give these these um, interviews to a lady who's trying to uncover more in a true crime documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mahershala Ali is doing these interviews, <laughs> and we're gleaning information. And at and and he's starting to think like I want to get back into this case like because she says we have more information he says what and keep in mind he's like 64 now the case was reopened for whatever reason in 90 and then the actual crime was in 80 he's been at this for 44 years wow and then it and then he's at um dinner at the end of episode 2 with his with his wife or not his wife his son his wife has passed away his son um and the kids, and he looks over at his son, and he says, where's where's my daughter? Where's your sister? He says, she's in California. He says, oh, for what? She's been in school for several years. Oh, okay. Cut to, he's he has a flash out, and then he's suddenly standing outside of the house where the kidnapped children lived. This detective has Alzheimer's. Oh. And when he flashes out and doesn't realize what's going on, when he has his lapse in memory, he finds himself going back to trying and s- trying to solve this case. What a creative that, that is. Plot. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. That is the entire season. Wow. Back back to top form. Still not as good as the first season. Um, even then, still such top-notch television. Wow. But that's because True True Detective Season 1 was a 10 out of 10. Okay. You know what I mean? I this one, that. 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10. It's still, oh my gosh, so good. So yeah, adding that extra layer of him trying to figure these things out, leaving himself mem- you know, memos so he can remember what to say on the show. Um, <laughs> seeing flashbacks of things that even as a present character, he doesn't remember, just like we don't. Wow. Yes. Crazy. <laughs> wow. Wonderful, that's wonderful show. Wow. Intense. And that's all I watched. I don't really have any like outstanding movie news um, outside of the fact that um, it's basically been leaked that they are making a Knights of the Old Republic film at Disney. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Definitely. You, Car- didn't, you Car- didn't know that? I've been hearing no. about this for... Yeah. This has been I, don't know that it's the, I don't know that it's the trilogy that the Game of Thrones creators are making, though. That's the Probably thing. Probably not, no. Um, they're playing around with the character molds of Darth Revan, including others. 
Nice. So they might follow that storyline in Knights of the Old Republic. Darth Revan has been explored pretty well now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Hi. 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 Continue. He's been but explored. Darth, yeah, I mean, Darth Revan and Revan, all of Revan has kind of been explored a little bit. Mm-hmm. What I want to know is Darth Revan's, like, fall. Like, from him being a Jedi to his fall. That's what I want to watch. Because right. everything has been so far, of my understanding, all, all the books and all the games and all that stuff, is his redemption mm-hmm. and then his uh, entrapment. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be a trilogy, solidly, right? Yeah, it definitely could be. Okay. I would love it, to see yeah. it either way. He's an enrapturing character because of his journey between the light and the dark sides. He is one of the most controversial Jedi. Mm-hmm. Even then, I wouldn't even call him a Jedi at that point. I mean, the council has quite literally just said, okay, you're a Jedi, but you're not allowed to teach anyone. Okay. It doesn't matter. You can be a master. And for those of us no. who don't know spoilers for a 20-plus-year-old game now? It, it, even books. It, it's an old, old, old. Right. He was. He had memory loss as a, a Jedi. As a Sith. So, um, or as a Sith so, that yeah. he used to be one of the other. So starting, at, starting from A to B, so... um. Darth Revan has been going against the Mandalorian in a great Mandalorian wars. Mm-hmm. Jedi said, no, we're not going to be a part of this war. We're not going to do that. Revan said, fuck you. I'm taking as many people as I can, as many Jedi apprentices, anyone that I can, and we're going to go wipe out the Mandalorians. Damn near does so, and after that, they feel something at the edge of space, something darker and sinister, mm-hmm. so they go explore that. When they come back, they are now Sith, and they have control over a whole bunch of armada and army. This could be a Sith uh, 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 beginning story, like it a Sith could. origins. Thank you, thank you. Yes, Sith yes, origins. Yes, yes. I was yeah. looking for origins. Yeah, but um, no, they try to take out the emperor of that timeline, the okay. main emperor of that timeline, and with how strong the emperor is. Mm-hmm. He implants a seed of manipulation in them, which causes them to turn to the dark side. Okay. Oh, yeah. Dang. So Darth Revan was a heavy, heavy player. One of the basically one of the first original Sith. Mm-mm. Not one of the original Sith, but he is pretty influential. Okay, because at the edge of the universe lies that part of the dark side, which yeah. is highly interesting to me. I uh, that we would hear about that because of the origins of Snoke. Mm-hmm. Um, in The Force Awakens because it's all they've told us is that Snoke was at the edge of space. Yeah, I mean, they're on, on that Sith Empire. I forget the name of it. On the rim of the outer rim, but it's interesting that these dark, just evil beings keep coming from the edge. You know what I mean? Because especially if they're planning on, on touching on that, because, I mean, you know, w- plain and simple, it's in the lore now that Snoke came from the edge of space. Mm-hmm. Hypothetically, if these Sith are doing it too, I think, you know, Palpatine was on the inside working his way up. Well, but, you know, from the edge of space, it's really interesting. So it, it, that really lends to the idea that they do plan on doing something with Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, almost. Definitely. They, I would love them to explore more of the Sith. Yeah, I love the idea of the Sith. I want to know more about them. We already know so much about the Jedi. Stop True. it. Yeah. Yeah. Truth. I, yeah, everybody's excited for more Sith. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, you're, we just need you know, to get Jedi's, that. You're, you're done yeah. and gone. Give us Sith. Yeah. yeah. I think... And the dark you know, side is sexy. They've <laughs> said... They've shown us a lot of pictures of Episode Nine. Just recently, we got a lot, and I right. sent them to you guys. Yeah. Um, but they've Not said me. this is the Group climax chat, of there. Jedi versus Sith. 
this is the climax of everything. They said there will not be a 10, 11, and 12. They're just not going to do that. Good. Nine is it. Oh, it. So they better do it right then. Probably part of the reason they're reaching back to return or uh, to uh, the old Republic. Yeah. No, old Republic, yeah. Return of the Jedi so hard with that, with the crashed, you know. Um, right. Because they are probably on Endor. Mm-hmm. Um, looking for something to do with Palpatine. Palpatine is going to be in it. So yep. uh, if they're going to go back, this is their chance to lay seeds that say, look, there was a lot that came before this, even before episode one. Yeah. Just, I just want to see a Thrawn movie. That's all I want. That's that's coming. Yeah. You'll get plenty of Thrawn in between. Well, I think <laughs> you might. HBO's get... going to do a show called Game of Thrones. It's going to be. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be enjoyable. Um, might move to Disney Plus. We'll see. <laughs> I get there. On the back. That Thank you. Really yeah, good. that was fantastic. Thank you. Um, yes. Shall we move on to the old? Oh, no, one, no, last, no. one last thing yeah. that I started watching today. Have you heard of an anime called Ghost Stories? I the is other, scary? Yes, I do believe there is one. I haven't watched it because I hate horror. Okay, this this anime is a lot of it is on YouTube. They didn't bother doing an actual dub of it because it was so boring. This anime is not very good in its original state. So they let the Land dub they let the voiceover people that mm-hmm. dubbed it into English mm-hmm. do whatever they wanted. So this is a joke dub of this show. This is the only one that exists. In fact, they released it in Japan, but kept the English dub and just subtitled what they were actually saying in Japanese. Okay. Mm-hmm. This anime was originally very, very boring, bland, meh. But the joke dub on it is hilarious. Okay. Where can we this, find that? You can find it on YouTube. Okay. okay. The majority of the episodes are on YouTube. That's where I was watching quite a bit of it today. Yeah. Okay. I was watching a 20-minute highlight reel of some of it. About pissed myself laughing. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. I'll right, check it out. The, there's like... They didn't like change any of the monster stuff really so much, but there's like this cat that mm-hmm. has like two different colored eyes and it starts talking and the person goes wow these are four of the ugliest people I've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> and then they just start cursing at each other love it perfect it's 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 quite funny I can't wait to go back and check it out more of it that yeah Ooh. I thought you were talking about the non-dubbed yeah no the check out the dubbed okay I'll take a look at it <laughs> I was just looking up an article. There's a small thing. Hmm? The director of John Wick. John Wick has famously probably been the most brutal action franchise in the last half decade. Yeah. Easy to say. Uh, Was asked what he wants to do next. He said, quite frankly, I really want to adapt Highlander. Oh. That would be good. I am... I am so... So very okay with it. <laughs> I cannot explain to you how badly I need that kind of action to happen with the sword play in Highlander. Oh, dude, you have no idea. I need, because you go back, and Highlander is pretty, like, straightforward. There's not insane sword play. It's like medieval sword play. But for them to take into account samurais versus knights of old, but fighting in present day because they're immortal. Oh. 
We'll get back to you as soon as Daniel's done with his orgasm. Okay, cool. It's just, I don't know. I think we need to, I think, here's the deal. We need to have a pre-series. I'm sorry I stole that from you. That's all right. No, no. I'm basking. It's fine. We'll go all over. We'll go all over Highlander (laughs) going into it, right? And just like from the series into the movie Endgame released on my birthday, 1999. Um, We're going to just let your hair grow so long, just like the series, Brian. And then, and then that movie's gonna come out. And then when we review that movie, your hair is gonna be chopped short, just like Adrian Paul. And it's—I mean, this movie's easily three years away. So I mean, who it, knows? It, It'll be like Wizard Time long by then. But I—I'm just saying, Daniel. By the time it's long enough to mm-hmm. cut, I'm getting rid of it. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. You're not gonna have me grow it out Aww. unless you pay for me. Oh. You're, you're like seriously. Okay. I start growing mine out. Get that whole Gandalf thing going. Ooh, yeah, you could do a Gandalf thing. Good. That's Rich the sure. Gray. Yeah. I dig hey. it. But anyways, yeah, I'm really looking forward to a Highlander reboot. Um, especially with the right people on it. I, I could get behind that, as long as they leave Christopher Lambert out of it. Agreed. That guy killed the Highlander series for me. Really? The the movies. I couldn't mm-hmm. stand him. The original McCloud. I. I hated that guy as an actor. I thought he was bland. I thought he... I, Evangeline Lilly's better than him. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. There is a new power ranking. What? Of Boom. What? <laughs> a revelation. It on the table Whoa. for you. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That's amazing. That was I pretty started on the there, Highlander buddy. TV show. They did six seasons of in the Okay. 90s. Hence the reason, because Adrian Paul is incredibly likable. If you ever go watch the bloopers, that guy's so serious, so cool in the show. You look at the bloopers, he was the silliest guy on set. Really? It okay. is wonderful. He walks in in one of the like historic flashbacks because they follow him through time and he has these flashbacks per episode as they relate. And he walks in with his coat uh, around his arm and in front of him. He's like, he's like, ma'am. And the nurse is like, uh, yes, can I help you? And he says, yes, I have a problem. And he removes it and he stuffed a, he stuffed a, a nylon full of socks so it looks like his penis is engorged. <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> oh boy! There's an episode where he gets hit by a car or something, and he's like being pushed in on a gurney, and then he pops up and starts singing Broadway while they're pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> so I started. I started the right way. I think I went back and watched Christopher Lambert's uh, uh, movies for uh, two reasons. One, there is Sean Connery in the first two. Oh, really? Right. Third, lots of boobies. Yeah. Lots of boobies. Are we on Game of Thrones? The level eight-year-old Daniel got to see when he popped that uh, PHS in while Mom was at work. No, not Game of Thrones level. No. Like a Rob Zombie movie level? No, not like a Rob Zombie movie level. It was just like it was just like well, it's eighties sex scene guy, so it's just like yeah, perfect it's... lighting. The girl stretched out, maybe some booby kissing. I don't know. Um, yeah. That's what I was really into. Let's segue with a quick message from our sponsors. This, this is Burger mm-hmm. King. Burger King doesn't sponsor us. No one sponsors us. In fact, well, that's why we're here to talk to you, folks. For just five cents, you can feed one of the poor people at this table. That's right. You just go to www.whendanielfedrich.com. You can donate 25 cents. I thought it was five cents. That's just the first tier. Um, I'm winging it. I'm winging it, and this is completely <laughs> unreal. So, I mean, details do not matter. Yeah, that is, that um, is completely fake. That was completely fake. There is no website. Yeah. I mean, we no. have a website. I have not built it. I have not. I just want to pay someone to build it, but I never get around to it. We don't I'm, need I'm a website. I'm just going to learn HTML and build it. Okay. Yeah, I do mean, that. I do can that. help. I learned it in high school. Don't remember Jack. Right. Okay. 
Well, I want to learn it anyway, so that's right. And it'll look like out. a it'll look like a website from the nineties too. <laughs> yes. yes, yeah, yes. yes. Go to the full nostalgia factor, so we, and we'll have a flash game in it's, there too. Yeah, yeah. There, there will be GeoCities on those bad boys. Uh, can yeah. anyone sing that sad angels song? No. No, I don't know. No. Are we talking? I don't about know. I don't even know what you're talking about. No, it's the they put it on every like feed an orphan or feed a, a, a dog or adopt a dog. Oh, oh yes, oh, I'm no. Sarah McLaughlin. No. I'm about to ruin Joe. your whole fucking day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I remember seeing that meme. This is that still shot of Sarah McLaughlin sitting there with like two dogs on her lap. Mm-hmm. It says, "Hi, I'm Sarah McLaughlin, and I'm about to ruin your whole fucking day." <laughs> <laughs> the one good thing about having the critic's eye. Looking at things, and I wonder about like behind the scenes stuff. And I always see all these like sad dog after sad dog <sighs> after sad. And I just picture a guy with a camera, and this dog's like, "Hey, what's up?" He's like, "Bad dog, sad face." Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> just make this dog look sad. <laughs> I mean, oh, all you gotta do is eat Arby's right, right in front of it. Just mm, uh, this is so good. I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? And the dog's just like, "I want some." Yeah, basically. Please? Like, please, mm-hmm. can I just beg? Can I just beg? Please? This, All is, right, this is getting. This is getting. <laughs> so <laughs> this is getting really out of hand. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should talk about video games. All right. Uh, probably. E three oh. is in T minus less than two weeks. But when we do this again, E three will be over. All the conferences, anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that are far more um, lucky than us will be playing demos of all the, the games players. announced. Most of the games announced um, on the show floor, but we will not. But. Nope. If we're going to put in predictions, we need to do it now. Yeah. We need to talk about what we're looking forward to at E3. Okay. There's a there's a lot going on here, but um, does anyone particularly want to go first? Uh, are we doing one and one? Ladies first? Um, yes. Uh, okay. We're going to do, we're going to do uh, three each. They can range in all kinds of ways. If you have honorable mentions, go ahead and chuck them in, and uh, we'll just go one at a time, all three at a time. Okay. So. All three at a time? I've got two. I told you three. You know, I, I know. Like I two days have, ago. I know. I've got three. I've, I've got three, even though i only written down We're gonna two. We're going to start at the yeah. other end of the table. Smart. Ellie. I'll All work right. on it. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Maybe. LA. Not lie. Maybe before we get into the predictions, there is one news thing. Oh, okay. That Let's I feel is like really worth talking about. <laughs> well, I mean, hypothetically, two things, and they might come up in conversation. This one, I'm not so sure, so we will bring it up immediately. Conquer's other bad day. That's actually going to really out. no. It was oh, in production for real. <laughs> it was. I tagged you guys in Facebook on the article. Yeah, yeah I, I read the article before you even tagged me in. Yes. Um. In the in the plot, uh, Death made a deal with King Panther and brought him back from the dead. Mm-hmm. To make for a sequel, how upsetting it. is this that it didn't happen? I mean, I would love to have seen it. Are you kidding me? I mean, it's Conquers. I was one of those kids that was really lucky to have played that when I was eight, nine, maybe ten years old, yeah. and not understanding anything and knowing every freaking cuss where there was in it oh i loved it i also knew the cheat codes to make the cuss words actually audible too it was amazing oh, <laughs> yeah. perfect the shit we used to do as kids yeah conquer's bad fur day was the number one reason that i purchased a nintendo 64 mm-hmm. before that i only purchased systems that were one cycle back i mean 
Yeah. Just to tell you how much I play this game, I learned the great Mighty Pooh song <laughs> from start to finish. Fetch me some sweet corn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, man. I loved it. It was it was disgusting. Although the one there's one part of that game I was never able to get past. I hated it so much, and that was the vampire sequence. I despised horror as a kid. Doesn't I still do, but still. Yeah. Oh, here he's pulling it up. Okay. Pulling up. Oh, King Panther's got a Ooh. Yeah. Rib cage. Oh, because of the chest burst. Very dead Panther King. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I like how horns? I like how the synopsis is in Comic Sans. The game starts with Conquer. <laughs> the game starts with Conquer on the throne, looking as miserable as ever and slightly different. He has an eye patch and his fur is almost black. Well, there I am, Emperor, Emperor of the known universe. <laughs> Who'd have thought, thought that? God, that's the same way they started the first one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the Panther King returns is a whole thing about this. Um, I wonder if they're going to start with a glass of milk. At the end of the actual game, um, they decide to make a big twist on it, and uh, they're all zapped up by aliens. Well, fucking, okay. Which would have led into the third. The Death game. Starfish. Yes, so. Well, as we've learned from the History Channel, if you don't know where to finish, always go with aliens. Obviously. Yes. Aliens. So it's kind of a wonderful thing. That's that's sweet. Would have been. Um, look some more. Other bad day. Oh, who's okay, this? So the, the, somebody dropped all or? the synopsis and. I mean, art mm-hmm. from the game. if they were going to make a game, too late now to the, do this plot. It's true. The castle was a hub section. So you know what? For this to leak like this, you would—they're probably Fuck. not doing it at all. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. Someone could take that and make a game. Seriously, anyone Very that's good true. at program, take it and make it. That's a good point. Someone could probably do yeah. this for fun. Crowdfund yeah. it until they get shut down. Until they right. get shut down no, right. by Microsoft. Yeah. 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 No, 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 that's right. That, but right. who knows? Anyways, E3 predictions. Ellie did come up with hers. Yeah. Yep. Is oh. it is it Conquer's other no. bad day? No, okay. it has nothing, <laughs> nothing to do with Conquer at all. Well then, ma'am. So instead of starting on this side, we'll go throw it back to you, Ellie. Right. Okay, so first one I'm going to throw out there is kind of just out of nowhere, and I, it's something I'd rather <laughs> I want to see rather than I can see it actually happening. That's mm-hmm. perfectly fine. Uh, I want to see Cuphead, a Cuphead as a playable character in Smash Bros. as Ooh. a DLC character. Ooh. Yeah. I would I would greatly enjoy that. And especially since uh, you can get Cuphead on the Switch now, I think it's a little a little bit more likely that it could happen. Um, also, they have 2D characters already with uh, Mr. Game Watch. Exactly. Pac-Man. Theoretically. And Pac-Man, right, right. Truth. Uh, missed, uh, for freaking out. Well, she's 3D. Game uh, Watch. Pac-Man's 3D, though. Game like, Watch. Still Pac- 3D. Well, but, like, strictly yeah. that you can pause the menu, turn it, and you can see that they're flat. Fair. Yeah. yeah. As Cuphead Game & Watch, like you are legitimately 2D with Game & Watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah, like that's how they cool. Cuphead too. I think that would be super stellar. Um, King Dice is a assist ooh. trophy. Oh, that would oh. be that would be so Yikers. broken. That would be the Yikers. one rarest trophy. That has to be rare. Um, <laughs> it just comes. <laughs> 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 the map, though. What if the map was straight two D oh. Cuphead oh. in the DLC pack? What oh. if it's King Dice map? 
Ooh. That would be fun. That would be fun. Having just the cards just go in. Yeah, but the poker table um, roulette also, though. Like, if he if you flip the dice in the roulette, changes to a new map with different hazards. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Making a map into a cuphead level. Here's a stretch, but it would be fun if on the cuphead map, all the other characters took on the 40s style animation in there. So you've got Kid Link in there. He's just kind (laughs) of... It's too good to be true. <laughs> that, but yes, let's wow. That, that'd be a I mean, yeah, it's a stretch. Rather, okay, so but. rather than having it as a part of the map, uh, just like surprise drop it as a, a, an extra skin for all the characters. Yeah. That would be cool. that'd be pretty yeah. stellar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh man, so fun. Okay, I'm just spinning with this. So. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so second second thing is they're gonna progress more towards like uh, on their online services, the the free games that you get. More in in Xbox, no, no, yeah, for Nintendo Online, Mm -hmm. more towards uh, like the handheld systems, so like a Game Boy seeping into Game Boy Advance. Okay, again, that's it's it's more of a hope than anything else. That's very possible. Link's Mm -hmm. Awakening, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, for you know, and I kind of want to hop on that. That's kind of like an honorable mention thing where you know I feel like for for them to continue to build upon the online service, they need to introduce Super Nintendo games now. Right, Super mm-hmm. Nintendo games all the way up to even if they uh, just slapped in Pokemon Yellow version, I'm sure so many more people would sign up for uh, the, the, the Nintendo Online. Sorry for the stutter out of nowhere. If they didn't but, already have people before. They'll definitely right. Have them now. If you if they were to introduce any sort of Pokemon game into uh, Nintendo Online, I guarantee their their subscriptions would skyrocket. Down. I mean, all they need to do is is turn on the Super Nintendo with uh, Link to the Past and Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. And you got yeah. Super Mario World. I mean, yeah. It also depends on how hard they want to boost the sales. It makes me wonder if they would save for uh, Wii and Nintendo 64 and GameCube backwards compatibility. Save that for the end of the life cycle to make sure people buy more. Right. You know, because that is a strict way. When you think about the fact that they're releasing a game month by month by month. Yeah. Might be a better business plan to kind of like hold out as long as you can on certain things to continue to sell the console. Because that's kind of what they did with the Pokemon games on the eShop for the 3DS. Mm -hmm. Because it it was pretty, relatively recent that they introduced uh, yellow, red, uh, blue, gold, silver, and crystal. So I, I could see that happening like within the next few years, but I would like to just see it now. Yeah. And then obligatory, we're going to see something either related to year three of Destiny 2 or Destiny 3. That's my third prediction. Absolutely. I, it makes me wonder where they would do that, though, personally, because um we don't have a Sony... But since... Bungie is no longer affiliated with Activision. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be through Sony anymore. Yeah. There's true. not going to be the console exclusives anymore. Well, is it going to even be on PS4 still is another question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why why would you go from making something available everywhere, getting all of the revenue to making it available in a specific place and getting significantly less revenue? It'll stay on PS4 no matter what. True. But yeah. <clears throat> Truth, Brian. What you got? 
Oh, I thought you were just going to go down the line. Okay, so we all know that Halo, the new Halo game, is going to be there. My prediction for that one, you're going to be either able to play your own Spartan as your own like personalized Spartan or your own personalized Elite. That would be cool. Through the entire story. That would be really cool for oh, yeah. Elite to be an option as well. Oh, yeah, I would love to be an Elite and just running and gunning, jumping over things, seeing a Spartan buddy that I can just toss across a field or something like that. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, so what would that mean for... Because uh, we already know there's Spartan customization in multiplayer, yeah. at the very least. I like that you added in the Elite aspect, though, because it's always fun to be a different kind of alien. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, we all know that in Reach, you were able to play as the Elites in multiplayer, why not in single player? We haven't had a single single player first person experience as an elite. Truth. Well, I mean, you could play as well, the Arbiter or second player in Halo, yeah. but that doesn't matter. Yeah, but I mean like in a, an actual storyline. We yeah, haven't yeah. had a full-on, yeah. complete game with that. Mm -hmm. I really like the idea of potentially doing like the single player, but also like for... Master Chief to be an NPC and you're playing around him in yeah. a story with him the whole time. Yeah, I would love to see just that would Master be a Chief great walking way to in make the background just killing things mm -hmm, mm -hmm. on like a Master Chief level of killing. Yeah, but also would it still be about Master Chief? Because a lot of people were complaining that Halo 5 wasn't on that level. I mean... <sighs> Enough, because we got like what, two Master Chief missions and... Yeah, essentially, but... John Locke missions. The, the thing is... Master Chief's storyline has been, for me personally, has been explored. I'm done with the Super Soldier Master Chief. I am John. I am done. Sorry. I am done with John 117. I want to know more about, like, other, like, other Spartans. I want to know about other elites, mainly the elites. I'm sure you're ready for them to open this up to a universe and make it a lot less about uh, John 117. Yeah, I want to. I want to open that just crack it open let the egg just kind of just cool whoops uh maybe maybe lock um that's my soda i want it I'm tired. um soda. what if what if lock the protagonist hunter of the last game became vengeful and we had a bad guy spartan oh having evil spartans that would be freaking infinite. amazing yeah I just thought about that. That would be a really cool twist for Locke to be pissed off and just coming at Master Chief like, you ruined my life. You were a big waste of time or something. But also the whole part where Cortana is also evil now yeah. and activating all the Halos. Yeah, that that's going to be ridiculous. It's definitely going to have to do something like that. But um, number two, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Here's a prediction about that. Being able to trade... And play against people on Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu. That way, you can bring Pokemon from Pokemon Let's Go and those games to Sword and Shield. Possibility? There. Potentially. I could see trading, for sure. Yeah. The Maybe. game engines are going to be completely different. Though. Right. Sorry, Ellie, go ahead. No, you're good. Uh, mostly, I could see trading because... I don't I don't see them adding to Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu in order to be compatible with playing with um Sword and Shield because you have a whole other generation on top of 2 through uh 6 that isn't a part of uh 
uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Mm-hmm. So they're they're not in that engine. They're not gonna bring that back in order to make it compatible with the newest game. You're they're gonna want you to buy the newest game. Yeah. Yeah, I could see like a couple of like small trades, but I mean those those the core games. Let's go has been specifically made to keep the revenue stream incoming. Right. Um, With. Yeah. So like, and we had this conversation before, I think next year um, after we get, you know, sword and shield out, I feel that next year there's a good chance we're going to see let's go Pikachu two, And it's set in the silver and gold region. Right. That'd be pretty interesting. I would love to see that. Yeah. If there is any kind of side trading or anything, like for instance, if you had Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, you would get those spirits in Smash Bros, right? Mm-hmm. I could see some stuff like that in terms of like the way they they traded over, um, or rewarded you for having both, right? Yeah, I could also see that Pokeball being usable in Sun, right? Uh, sword, uh, sword and Shield, shield. yeah. Right. I I fucking hope so. I bought yeah. I bought that. Damn that controller thing. is really, hey, so really did cool. I. It's expensive. It's, yeah. yeah. It is. Truth. Yeah, Truth. ninety-nine um, dollars for the entire kit and caboodle. Playing, playing off Ooh, your prediction like there. Somewhere in there. Playing oh. off your prediction there. I think they're gonna actually be, they're gonna have uh, Pokemon Bank available on the Switch, That'd rather be. than just the 3DS right now, because there are so many Pokemon that I just do not have access to on the Switch because they're all on my 3DS. How am I gonna be able to get those Pokemon that I've had since? X and Y, all the way up to Sword and Shield. I know, um, so going from another game, I know that uh, through Monster Hunter, there's a 3DS version, and then there's the one that is the same game, just updated. On Switch. On Switch, yes. You can transfer characters, so I can definitely see a bank. I can definitely see it. It is possible. Um, Yeah, because they already have Pokemon Bank right now, and it's $5 a year, and you have unlimited Pokemon Cloud Storage, and it's fantastic. I thought it was only a dollar a year. No, it's five bucks a year. And in general, like, maybe just a a little bit better, like, of an online aspect. A lot of people have been saying they want a Breath of Wild-style update to Pokemon. That would be interesting. It would. It's too much, and it's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. If it happens, it's a long ways away, and it'll be on a powerful Nintendo home console. Yeah, it it would have to be. I don't Um, think they're going to go back to just a flat home console, though. Truth. Granted, Breath of the Wild was still amazing on the Switch, right? Yeah. Yeah. But um, I could see them leaning in the the direction of having better online capabilities. Um, How cool would it be if they had... A destiny style hub, an MMO style hub, right. where you go into town and then you can well, see other trainers. You can right. talk to other trainers. You can hang out with other trainers. Everyone's going in, healing their Pokemon. Um, and you see someone you like, and you're just like, "Oh, hey, where are you going?" Uh, SS and oh, you're gonna do that quest. Can I tag along? Yeah, sure. And More then when of- you leave. It's a specific instance in matchmaking. Okay, that'd be it. Well, that'd that would be, be that would be really cool, wouldn't it? And then that's yeah. how you you can go into it doing um, dual player. Battles. So it's definitely possible because you have you have Warframe on the Switch. Oh yeah, which is essentially an MMO. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if they were to use some of that tech with Pokemon, I think I think it's definitely possible. I think that's a good idea. MMORPG. Yeah. No more. I, I nice? know that the there are some MMORPGs that are like I'm uh, sorry, MMO FPS RPG. <laughs> In the way that they adapt that. I'm sorry. That, yeah. I was gonna say MMORPGs are already that's World anyway, of Warcraft. Uh, I'll I'll just skip that thought. <coughs> Last one. 
Fallen Order. We all know that Fallen Order is going to come around. We're all no- going to know that it's com- it's coming. Yes. However, we all, all kind of seen it. This storyline is going to take place on that Jedi, kind of between when Anakin destroys the entire Order 66 and mm-hmm. destroys all the younglings and all yes. that. And between the first, like, prequel, the first original four or three movies. It's already proven. Yes, it's already, already said. proven. Already proven, already done. My theory on this is mm-hmm. that the Jedi mm-hmm. that you are seeing mm-hmm. kind of back there <laughs> is going to be an apprentice from Obi-Wan at one point or another, just like an offside student. Oh. You're going to see many a flashback, many a different things dealing with Obi-Wan. That'd be okay. cool. That would be an interesting direction um, to to take that character because maybe he's trying to find Obi Wan. Maybe, maybe if he sees that um, Obi Wan put up a message at the Jedi Temple that says "Stay away," he'll know that Obi Wan made it. Yeah, that could be an interesting pathway. Yeah, um, especially leading into if they wanted to ki- kill off that character, the second game, right. Fallen Order Two, could be about Obi Wan. Fallen Order Three could be about Yoda. Oh, right. Yeah, definitely. That'd be interesting. Not for to sure. mention, in the trailer, we see that girl that is like uh, trying to break into that ship with her, her hand. That's a second sister from Rebels. Second sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no idea who that is. I think voiced by Sarah Michelle Gellar. No, I haven't seen that. <laughs> but and which perks up? <laughs> I'm wondering if she's actually yeah. more sensitive in that case then. Because oh, she is. Oh, you yeah. see her like you put. She puts her hand up and she's and like twisting it, and you You're can see, see the controls jerking she's crashing that ship from oh yeah the front of it. she is destroying that ship mm-hmm. so you're gonna definitely see more of her force powers and more of her just being a badass well yeah she's a slayer mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> crossing genres it's true while we're here <laughs> i i have an honorable mention for follow fallen order gameplay it's about plain jane simple as day that it's gonna happen um the game is made by respawn titanfall developer mm-hmm. apex developer yeah the only reason it's in my honorable mention um, is because I'm not willing to put money on it. EA has botched everything thus far. Yeah. I'm not ready to put money on it because I don't know. I. It wouldn't surprise me if they found a way to mess this up. They've messed everything else up. Yes. Yeah. Not yeah. in a way. I'm not saying that they're undoubtedly going to. I'm not going to sit here and shit on it. All I'm saying is that EA's got one more chance. And this is it. If they haven't already blown it, and EA or and Disney's just waiting for them to get Fallen Order out so they can take their game somewhere else, mm-hmm. they're uh, going to go back to Lucas Studios. It's true. Lucas Studios has been refounded. Well, Lucas Arts specifically. Lucas Arts. It's, been refounded. it's been refounded. It's been refounded. So uh, Disney is obviously not going to be putting up with EA much longer. Right. Oh yeah. Maybe EA will get to do a couple titles here and there, but they certainly will not get to. Uh, I honestly think that this is their, like, okay, this is your last chance. Mm-hmm. You either make this right, mm-hmm. or you're not going to be a part of any more of our games. Right. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I'm worried about is that this gameplay is going to end up, uh, we just haven't seen anything yet. It could play like a like a Telltale's game. Oh, I enough. honestly think it's going to be more of, like, Titanfall, if you really want to ask my opinion. You're right. Yeah, because could you imagine being a Jedi wall running? Mm-hmm. You see it in the sequence of him wall running there. It's true. Why not in gameplay? We know it's possible. It's true, and that's something that they were pretty good at with Titanfall. I mean, it's already a futuristic style of game. What if they just took that Titanfall engine and just started putting some... I'm going to interject here. Powers yeah, go it. ahead. There's some news that just came out. 
Oh, okay. uh, there's a Detective Pikachu game coming to the Switch. Oh, oh, just now? Yeah. Oh, sh- I just got shoot. an email about it. Yes. <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> I'm gonna open the IGN. Okay. That's a great segue. I mean, we were at the, the end of Brian's prediction. No, no. This helps me focus. Oh, okay. So, is this mindlessly like doodling helps me listen? Whoa. So. New. New mobile experiences, a new saying. Detective Pikachu on Nintendo Switch, and more announced at the Pokemon 2019 press conference. The There's a press conference right now. Yep, I thought it. I thought it was like it's okay. next week. Pokemon Sleep and Pokemon Home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Continue, Ellie. Uh, oh, I was just reading the article that came up in, in the email. It's fine. Uh, so Say it out loud. Pokemon Home. Oh my god. Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, go, you, now, you I literally just Rich called it. Poke Home? Yeah. yeah. Well, they were. <laughs> okay. You don't have to read it out loud. Read <laughs> that while Rich does his predictions. Okay. Okay. Well, the things that I'm excited about. Number three here Simpsons game. There's a new Simpsons game that was leaked that I saw. Some of the stills of the game footage so i'm excited to see some gameplay or even just a trailer of the simpsons game from e3 uh because i i love the simpsons i mean i'm probably the one of the few people still watching it into like season 32 um so there's that well, you got to think about the success of you got to think about the success of uh, South Park as a video game. <laughs> well, yeah, you guys, this is well. Nuts. Simpsons Hit and Run was hilarious. <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> we'll we'll get back to you. We'll get back yes, to you. So <laughs> producers and writers of The Simpsons, yes, are going to be uh, having a panel. So we're going to see some stuff from them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, a guy I know at work plays the tapped out mobile game. That's kind of. You know, well, it's just what about what about Bullet Storm or what is it Skull Bla- What is that game in the <laughs> Oh Bone Storm Bone Storm <laughs> that Thrill House is playing Yes, but it only comes out as Thrill Ho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. That. So yes, the Simpsons game I'm excited about. I doubt a poo will be in it though. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so that was number three. Number two, it'll be a poo game. Ah, uh, thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Fetch me some sweet corn. Anyway, poo game. Anyway, Rocksteady has been working on something. I'm hoping to see something of that, mm-hmm. whether it's a new Arkham game or possibly the Superman game mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. been hoped for and whatnot. They said at at the Game Awards that they're still working. There won't be an announcement, and definitely, it's not a Superman game. Okay. Exactly right. Okay. Justice League game? (laughs) I don't know. Well, I mean, Superman with the technology now compared to sixty (laughs) four, it's gonna be a lot better. They're gonna be able to fix it. Here's hoping because Arkham City still had Batman diving through rings. If I see more fucking flight through rings, especially the Superman game, I might lose my shit. I would love to just see it in like the uh, Grand Theft Auto kind of style and the super like the Spider-Man style where it's an open city 
You can yeah. go wherever you want. You can fly wherever you Just want. Just like Arkham. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but if it's like... Metropolis instead. If yeah. If it's Metropolis at, and there's like... He's battling magical foes because magic is his weakness. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's what would make more sense. Also yeah, true, true, which true. would... I mean, that would lend to the idea that it's a Justice League game of some kind. Maybe. Yeah. I'd honestly, <laughs> I'd honestly like prefer a Green Lantern game almost. Really? But that's the thing. You introduce like the idea that a lot of these games, granted, a lot of p- uh, single-player developers are sitting down on single-player saying, like, no, everyone, it's fine. But if they did want to introduce a team element, yeah, some characters some f- can fly, some can't. Maybe in certain levels. Green Lantern can fly. Mm-hmm. Martian Manhunter flying. Hot Girl flying. It would also make a very yeah. interesting, pe- like a multiplayer. Green Lantern. Definitely. Yeah, multiplayer. Yeah. Green Lantern, fly through this ring, Superman, it's your training. Yeah. Now this one. <laughs> now Damn this it. One. Damn it. I mean, yeah, I can definitely see that with multiplayer. Like, you get to play one of the Justice League. Someone right. picks Superman, the uh, Green Lantern, Batman, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. and you're all in this level, and you all have to do different things. Each character has their own different abilities that That's can true. get you in progress the story especially if you're in open world <laughs> sections um, oh yeah because think about um being on the ground and everyone has a different way to get there mm-hmm. batman uh shoots into the batmobile starts going to the location you can hear superman break the sound barrier as he's flying <laughs> over you towards the daily bugle yeah, it, it, and then someone as the flash just speeds by you <laughs> in the batmobile wow if they were to do a Justice League game, mm-hmm. I would prefer they do it like I've been suggesting they do <laughs> the DC movies, which uh-huh. is they avoid the big three. No Superman, no Batman, no Wonder Woman. Oh, why is that? Have those in as kind of your deus ex machina or your summons, if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. But focus on the lesser characters. Don't go with those big three because... Those big three are so well known and been done so many times that it's somebody's going to be disappointed. Interesting. A okay. lot of people are going to be disappointed. Yeah. Like how much, how much shit was there online when they announced Robert Pattinson as the next Batman? <laughs> Come on. Mm. So, you know, anytime they announce a new Superman or a new Batman, there's always a contingency of the fans that are like, it's going to suck. Truth. I mean, it's going to be shit. I, it's going to happen so, either way. Do you mind if I say something? Okay. So it, that new Batman, isn't he the one that was in Twilight? Yes. So you went from playing one bat to another? Sparkle uh, bat. <laughs> yep. It's <laughs> funny. Very nice observation. They're diamondy. <laughs> Man. Ugh. Big prediction. Yeah. I hope he does well. You know what? Uh, I, I'm going to give him credit for that. You know what? I... I saw another one of his movies. I, I've seen a couple of his movies. He's not a bad actor. It's he, just he's really not. It's it's just the whole Twilight thing kind of shoved him into this area mm-hmm. that is very very polarizing. It is, yeah, but it's definitely it's what people recognize him for. Exactly. Yeah. So we can only hope yeah. this Batman will do phenomenal work for him. If you want to see him as a, in like probably one of the best acting roles I've seen of him, there's a movie called Remember Me. It's a very, yeah, it's a it's a romantic story. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't see the end coming. There's a twist at the end that you're like, oh snap, 
Crackle pop. Crazy so, um, oh, what, when, I would, I would when he's in the wrong place at the wrong time? Yes. Oh, yeah. Was... Yes. Okay. Kind of. Okay. So, he was very good in it. Okay, good. So, yeah. I would suggest if you want to see him in something where he's not irritating, yeah, check out Remember Me. Fair enough. Or Goblet of Fire. True story. Cedric Diggory. Video games. Oh, yeah. Video games, yes. So, my number one. Number one thing that I'm excited about. Cyberpunk 2077. Right. We all know I forgot coming. about that. Prediction, though. It's a prediction. Uh, we're going to see some gameplay, hopefully. It's true. The more gameplay than we are. It's apparently not yes. playable yet. Just right. Really? Yeah. It's yeah. already been confirmed for E3, though. I mean, but it's coming out. I just want to see more when? of it. 20? Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's coming out 2020, 21? Uh, what? I don't want the hype to die to the point where it just gets... Shelled and scrapped and forgotten. I, I mean, so I want to keep yeah. the interest alive. It's true. We're all looking forward to it. I think it looks amazing. I'm not looking I've forward seen. to it anymore. No, not well because The Witcher Three disappointed me a lot. Well, that's The Witcher Three. It's true, and you make a valid point there, Rich. Yeah. For me, it's if they continue on the style of the game, um, then I won't. It will not capture me. I, the Witcher 3, I gave an honest-to-God try. I, you know, I played The Witcher 3. I got up to killing the griffin. After that, I was like, I can't. It just never clicked for me. I really hope Cyberpunk can can click for me, but if they kind of, if they, if they go heavy-handed into the style of The Witcher for mm-hmm. whatever reason, I really hope this, this is just a new, fresh, super fresh, differently- Oriented IP, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, so. I I do hope they have a, at least a little bit more of a railroaded storyline. Yeah, that too. That yeah, where you can do a whole bunch of side quests, kind of like, kind of like Skyrim. You mm-hmm. have this main storyline quest that you can do. Mm-hmm. Then you have side quests everywhere. Yes, that I want to see. I mean, I hear that The Witcher 3 is a lot like that in the first place, that it is a lot like Spike, but it didn't feel like it. It does not feel like it. You're just kind of like, what what do I actually, what should I actually be doing right now? Because it's never rewarding to do a side quest. So in that way, I really hope that it it really lends to uh, player easing into the world as opposed to player wasting a lot of time starting quests they can't finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if that makes sense. But okay. yes, the world itself, and obviously you're not in this for the gameplay because it is right. so oh, far yeah. first person only. I could give two shits about the gameplay. Exactly. I want to see that world. You do. Yep. I mean, yep. I played Cyberpunk 2077 on the tabletop. And oh, when I played it on the tabletop? Yeah, yeah it's, that was it's a, based R- on a tabletop yeah, game. It's I'm a tabletop gonna... RPG. I'm sorry, I'm pulling out my phone to look this shit up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's old. It's old. This is like the tabletop like fishing out of late 70s, early 80s. Dungeon Master Brian. When I when I played Cyberpunk 2077, my GM told me make six character sheets. Six different characters because you this is going to be a lawnmower campaign. You might be lucky if you gain three levels. Cool. This was high risk, high reward, balls out, awesome game. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. I burned through those six characters so fast. Oh, wow. But he told everybody, blast. make six character sheets, is that, six different characters, because you're going to get chewed up. Is that because Cyberpunk is incredibly hard, or that's just how he wanted to run the campaign? Um, I think that's probably just how he wanted to run the campaign. Little column A, column, little column B. 
the cyberpunk is a very brutal world. It's like <clears throat> unforgiving. It's it's like Shadowrun on meth. So it's <laughs> it's high speed. It's off screen incest. You're getting a oh. lot of <laughs> you're getting a lot of cybernetics that can lead to a lot of insanity mm-hmm. because you're just your head gets overwhelmed with all the input from Brian broke a chair and they've already said how the hell did you break that chair holy shit what? dude what's going on with the chair what the hell is he it broke the shit out of it oh, he tried wow. to scoot out the, the chair wow Brian I'm fatter than I look no you're not fat trust me dude I'm fat <laughs> I'm big man he, he says with two clearly fatter people yeah, in the yeah. room that I, don't break the chairs I'm You're probably just made a more percent fat. Brian, look at your hair, how long it is, and how much girth it adds to your arms. I mean, that hair alone. I mean, there's a reason the Vikings grew out their hair, bro. Daniel, yeah. trust right. me, there's going to be one day where I'm going to just exercise. There is a gameplay element of 2077, too, that, like, you will, your character in the game will also, the more you cybernetically enhance yourself, the more likely you are to start seeing things. Yeah. You oh, start going insane. Okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They're there making was, it. In yeah. this campaign, I was, I was hired to break in and steal some tech. And... When security was on me, I jumped out the window, and I was quickly programming my cybernetics to alter so that I could have a windsuit so that I could glide out because I did not anticipate jumping out the window early enough to program it in, and I kept failing my programming role, and right when I succeeded, splat. (laughs) So, you take that character sheet... Grab the next one. <laughs> oh my god! Try and get hired for the same job. <laughs> this I love it. And Man. I was I was so upset because if I had nailed that and gotten away and gotten the contract fulfilled, I would have been able to program up to my next level, and that would have saved me like three dice oh. on my programming rules. And it was just like, fuck! I was so upset. <laughs> But I loved it so hard. I, I, I'm very excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie uh, just read everything from a Pokemon conference, and one of her confirmations, uh, one of her predictions has already come seconds true. It's, later. it's already come true. All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll lead up to that, but uh, we're going to, I'm, I'm going to bring this up because it's just absolutely fucking bizarre. Uh, so they're coming out with another Pokemon Go Plus called Pokemon Go Plus Plus and it's going to track your sleep. What? <laughs> Our kids not sleeping enough while playing Pokemon. I'm so going to have the highest level Snorlax ever. It's true. <laughs> I take so many naps. So there are three apps coming uh, in 2019 and 2020. We have uh, Pokemon <laughs> Masters which is going to be a, a new way to battle. We'll find out more info on that next month. There's not a lot. I just read a little article that it, it, they're including all of the original trainers from right. the past games. Right. You can fight Red, fight Blue, fight Ash, fight Misty, whatever. Right. Fun. Uh, Pokemon Sleep, cool fucking champion sleeping. You turn it on and then it just goes Jeez. Golly, <laughs> yes, golly. I'm hoping I want to hear that so bad. I'm not gonna lie. I'm hoping it has some like alarm qualities to it too, because I would love to wake up to a Charizard just screaming in my face. <laughs> and then <laughs> here's what you do: it hooks up to your Apple Watch. It hooks up to your Apple Watch that you sleep with, 
And then when it needs to wake you up, you're Pikachu, and it shocks you awake. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm awake! I'm awake! By the third snooze, you're hit, getting hit with lightning bolt. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. You wake up, smack your cat because you're delusional. Imagine half actually asleep. having a defibrillator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, just wow. Just defibrillator attachment. Just plug it in. Okay. Nice. Tracking your sleep. And last but not least, we have Pokemon Home, <coughs> uh, which Pokemon Home connects Pokemon Bank as well as Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, including Pokemon Sword and Shield. Right there, we're going to have all your Pokemon accessible on your fucking phone, transferring them to your 3DS, your Switch, and back and forth to a point. Does this mean I get my shiny Snorlax? Yes. It does. Finally. You literally Fuck. just put this down. I like, li- I said this not even not 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Holy moly. And it was announced. That was that is amazing. That's well, so awesome. for much so much for the E3 prediction. That's awesome. Well done, Amy. I mean, we're going to see more of it. So That's yeah. Way to throw your foreclit on the table. <laughs> 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 your elephant, if you will. <laughs> All right. Okay. Daniel predictions. Yes. Yes. Um Going with honorable pre- 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 mentions just because they're obvious and maybe not. Smash DLC character too. They'll announce the, our next DLC character for Smash Ultimate. What do you um, think might it's gonna be? be? Um, if I had to put money down, um, I just I want to say it's one of the cross characters. Um, I think it's they're gonna they're gonna bring the heat right because you've got um Persona, which is a mainly Sony exclusive, right? Yeah. Right. I think it just makes more sense for us to get um something big like Doom Guy, Dragonborn, Skyrim from Skyrim. Yep, um, Leon Kennedy, Resident Evil Four, uh, Claptrap from Borderlands. Something that'd be that's wild still out there, right? That's wild, but Steve, I can see it. Same Steve from Minecraft. I could see that. I could also see Travis yeah. from uh, No More Heroes. Yeah, but that would be a letdown. I think. Yeah. They I, no, I agree with that. They said it gets crazier after Joker. <laughs> Okay. Um, I'm thinking Banjo Kazooie. I'm thinking Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. If this is ultimate, they are gonna go for it, plain and simple. Well, yeah. Luigi. I, I can definitely. <laughs> if see they can give us Cloud. Okay. If they can give hey, us Rich, Cloud. Are you getting well, water? Okay. Well, now that I think about it, what if they bring? Oh, I I don't want to see it, but what if they bring like Fortnite player? Uh, I will stop playing Smash altogether because. Fuck Fortnite. But you have I'm a hard out when your postmaster's full. No, I don't. You can do Smash instead of Fortnite. Or, Fortnite. or we can just ignore the fact that Fortnite exists altogether. You know, also true. It, 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 you have to say it's extraordinarily popular with it a is. lot of the younger generations. Yeah, it is. So, very much so. I got one. Monster Hunter. Yeah, I can see more Monster yes. Hunter. I can yeah, see more Monster like Hunter. That, wouldn't you? I would like to play as one of the monsters. Which would be cool. Well, I mean, uh, you can fight the Rathalos in. in. You can fight the Rathalos in it, but I want to be a fucking Nargakuga. Fair enough. Ellie? Back to the fucking Fortnite bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can we not? Cause, you know, Hold on. It, it makes sense. All right, uh, instead of having the Fortnite character as like a playable character, mm-hmm. I, I can see it more like you can use some of the skins on your Mii Fighters. That's yeah, that's a way they could bring yeah, it. They yeah, they, they could bring yeah, the popularity of Fortnite in without being complete asshats about it. It's yeah, true. true. It's true. Yeah. Um, I could see. I mean, I don't think we're gonna have any more Sonic characters, unfortunately. 
but um, I mean, Banjo, Conquer, potentially. Shit, I wouldn't mind seeing Robotnik. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Banjo Kazooie. I mean, Doctor Robotnik could potentially come in as could a be Bowser a ba- Junior. Ex- exactly. Style, yeah, fighter. Theoretically, yeah. Oh man, let's not do that. I think we would see Banjo Kazooie sooner than that, though. But that's just me. Uh, yeah. Um, honorable mention. Um, Rahul Cooley. Mark my words, is in Gears of War Five. Ooh. In Gears Five. I heard him in the announcement trailer. Just give it. Just tell us, Rahul. We know you're in it. Okay. We love um, you. Oh, tell us now. At the bottom of my list three, I've got the Metroid Prime trilogy. I'm, Metroid Prime. I, I am so not, hopeful. They would not have been comfortable delaying Metroid Prime 4 and saying it out loud if they did not have something for us. Right. I mean, it's okay because they do things earlier, right? Um, For them to, it's okay for them to honorably be like, look, we restarted it. For them to go right. into this year going, look, it's not coming as soon as we wanted. We had to restart development with the original studio that made Prime. They would not have said, look, it's not coming yet, but because we had to restart unless it was like coming at a pivotal, pivotal time, right? Yeah. right? Not when we were, well, kind of a rip off the Band-Aid thing. I think for their, for that to be a, good business move that they, there has to be some kind of Metroid coming yeah, and yeah. Metroid Prime remake which is something everyone's been begging for yeah I can, I can see him doing the trilogy on the Switch because it's a new platform mm-hmm. if they want to get a new game out the best way for them to bring it to the Switch mm-hmm. is go back remake the old ones so that they know what the limitations of the right. Switch can mm-hmm. be right. for the new game what they can add what they can take out and that's a wonderful point because... I'm also... Sorry, go ahead. No, it's a wonderful point. That's what they do with a lot of remakes is they'll do the ports first mm-hmm. and then they know what the working... Um, what they'll do is they'll put it on a new console, work it up after it's been released on the old console and then work from there on the sequel. Oh, yeah. I'm also taking into consideration the timing of the announcement because I feel like if they didn't have anything coming at E3, they could have said at E3, we know you're excited we want to take our time on it and make what you want. They could have done that at E3, but they did it months before. Truth. Hopefully putting together something involving the trilogy. It's true. Yeah. For E3. Also, it's been leaked by Swedish retailers. Not shit. And Best Buy now. Not shit. Best Buy as well? Really? Mm-hmm. Usually they're fair. It's been listed. Um, so good chance. Just a very, very good chance of this happening. <laughs> um, My next thing that I have on my list is that uh, Nintendo will show up at the Xbox conference or vice versa. I mainly, think, okay. mainly because they've been um, teasing or, okay, sorry, it's been rumored that they're upping their streaming game and there's a chance you will be able to stream Game Pass games to the Switch. Really? Mm-hmm. I think it's a wonderful idea. Lovely. Because they're already playing ball and Xbox has no interest in a handheld console. Right. Mm-hmm. PlayStation is trying to do everything themselves because they're already up there. They kind of have big heads about everything. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I think um, I think this is the best way for for Xbox to grow Game Pass, um, grow their games, grow their band. Because honestly, they see the way PC and and console are already blending, mm-hmm. and that's why they want to put those on. It mm-hmm. also puts Together. more pressure on Sony. To join in yeah. for things like cross-play and cross-save and shit. Yeah. Which they are. Dauntless um, right. is the first game to, at release, be cross-play on all consoles. Right. You're kidding. Really? Really. I didn't know that. I mm-hmm. didn't know that either. I didn't. I completely forgot about Dauntless. I played with Joe today on my PC. 
I completely forgot about Dauntless and all honestly, I've been so hooked on Monster Hunter. Yep. Yep. I played today on my PC while Joe played from Xbox. Nice. You can play from your PS4. Or not. Because you're becoming a PC girl. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Still. Just saying. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, with Nintendo showing up, um, I could see Xbox showing up at the Nintendo. Um, okay, well, there is no Nintendo conference. They just right. have a, a treehouse where they're going right. to say things. So, more likely than not, um, yeah, Nintendo's going to show up at the Xbox conference and say, we like Game Pass, too. That's why you can play it on your Switch. Stream it. Yeah, that that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. I tried streaming from my Xbox PC. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I forgot to talk about it in our news section a little bit, too, as it relates. But talk about the nudes! Microsoft, Microsoft and Sony, it leads into my main prediction anyway, but yes. um, Microsoft and Sony have teamed up to increase their streaming and cloud services. Mm-hmm. In a power play that baffles everyone. Yeah. Um, they're trying to boost their technology. Why is that, Ellie? Uh, I'm sorry. I talked about this on our walk. Right. I remember. Uh, what is it's Google Stadia? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's 100% why, because Google's got the fucking biggest powerhouse dick when it comes to servers. It's so true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It's, Google almost owns everything. Exactly. So it makes sense for yeah. uh, Sony and Microsoft to team up, so the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, exactly. They're actually scared of Stadia, and yeah. this this and this it. shows it one hundred percent. I always thought that, like, as soon as I watched Stadia, the Stadia press conference, I, I thought to myself, if this works, if if this is as realistic a a, pers- a thing as we think it is, Microsoft and Sony are shitting their pants right now. Right? And yeah, they're going they, to die if this right. thing happens, it's, and it's very mm-hmm. successful. They right. can die. Exactly. This can be the next, um, what console is that that died? Atari failure? Like the Atari fall? Uh, Atari fall? Sega Dreamcast. Dreamcast? It could be that. Right. It could be the, well, the Sega I mean, Genesis? Are, no, it wasn't Genesis. It was like, um, it wasn't the failure of anything. I think it was the, the death fall. because they couldn't keep up. Yeah, basically. Um, but it's smart of them to see ahead of time. Right. The Dreamcast... The issue with Dreamcast, I see where we're going here, Saturn and Dreamcast oh, right, were failures Saturn. because they were terrible launches. Right. Saturn was released at its announcement with no games. There's a reason. Okay. There's a reason. We can't fail. compare these but for that reason, you know? You kind of understand exactly. where, yeah, 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 where yeah. it is the fall of a product. Uh-huh. And right. seeing, seeing Sony and Microsoft come together in such dramatic ways right now, um, in such an opposite fashion, is them, honestly, to work on technology that that Google Stadia is inheriting far before anyone else, is fuck, it's them being scared, plain and simple. It it's is. them going, look, because if Stadia works, we're done. Yeah. We are done. Digital gaming already proves it. Right. For people, I feel like um, also for Google to invest the kind of attention they have in Stadia, mm-hmm. there has to be metrics behind people playing games mainly online. It's a big, it's a big, huge deal right now. I'm willing to bet that 75% of gaming happens online. Right. Yeah. Uh, which means good connections, which means potential streaming. Even if right. it's not the I best mean, quality, you still only have a 25% of hardcore who need 240 hertz nonstop right who need 4k hdr setups yeah right. i mean quite literally even then they're probably gonna have their stuff 
on a discounted price if you go through a Google like internet service as well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, Google Fiber is gonna it's gonna fucking have a bundle yeah. with something like fucking yeah with Stadia. One hundred percent. In in my in my opinion, uh, Google Stadia marks the death of console wars in general. Because I don't think there's another company that can actually keep up with Google. Mm-hmm. Not. Uh, I think their hosting still isn't better than mine. Ha! <laughs> Thank you. Ha! Perfect. Thank you. I th- um, yeah, and you say that, w- you look at it with all these, um, I think that, that, yeah, Stadia is the uh, giant alien ship that comes in while all of us lowly console countries are fighting each other in World War Three. Exactly. Yeah, Stadia this is the alien that comes in and says, actually, this is Independence Day. This yeah. is the original Independence it truly, Day movie. Yeah, it, yep. it truly could I love be. That. Oh my God. I love it. And that's why they're working together and we all know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Plain Absolutely. So, that leads to my number one prediction, which is that um, Stadia so far has not booked a conference at E3 yet, despite the fact that they've said they will have pricing and release this year, which is just a little a little behind. Maybe they also maybe they're taking the direction of Nintendo, who says we're so different, we're not going to do it. Sony, who says we're playing uh, the game so fucking hard, y'all aren't even in our league. Stadia is maybe this whole next level thing of like we don't even want to be associated with these guys, but they have to be seen even in the slightest. Right. It's already been shown that they're teaming up with Bethesda. Thanks to the new Doom game. Oh, yeah. Oh. Doom Eternal. And they're teaming with Ubisoft because their test game was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay. I think Stadia is going to surprise show up at both the Ubisoft and the Bethesda conferences. Right. That's a good point. You know, something that they're probably, I would love to see is before Stadia, we're having the head of Microsoft for the head of Xbox, the head of the uh, Sony PlayStation stuff head of Nintendo, all cosplaying as one of the other consoles' characters, like their main characters, <laughs> all walking up, begrudgingly just shaking hands with each other. Oh, <laughs> fucking Sony's uh, CEO right. being, like, dressing up as fucking Kratos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's a short Asian man, so you're just like, this is out of place. But no, no, no. Wow. Like, cosplaying as the other, like, company's thing. Oh, like, right, right, right. So uh, Nintendo's, like, oh, man, um, Reggie's console gone. launcher was Link? Legend of yeah, Zelda? Yeah. So we have Sony dressing up as Link. Link we right. have Microsoft dressing up as the Kratos right, and yes. Nintendo dressing up as Master Chief just all kind of going together. That would be That would be that w- epic. I think so that'll funny. I think something like that could happen in the near future. I wouldn't say this year, but I would say as as Google Stadia gains more mm-hmm. prevalence in the gaming community and yeah. just everywhere, we're going to see we're going to see Nintendo, uh Microsoft and Sony actually working together on something yeah. and well, fucking did, finally. They did come together for a nice little we just love you guys for playing video games at the Game Awards. Reggie right. and I'm gonna um, miss Reggie, the the North American president of Sony and Phil Spencer of Xbox. The biggest potential I think in terms of that happening is if it would have to be the X the Xbox is the only conference basically that this right. is happening. Um, they said they're going big this year, so I mean hypothetically Xbox could be that bridge if if there is a chance for them all to come on the same stage and go, look, we hear you. Yeah, Surprise. we could. So uh, here's Sony's president. 
That's something that legitimately could happen. That could happen. Oh my god! All of your third-party games are going to be cross-play. We hear you loud and clear, and we just want you to be happy. You're our consumer. We hear you loud and clear. Um, because at the end of the day, Sony only has customers to lose. Right. Because yeah. uh, because when when you can't get when you go well, my kid really wants to play with his friend who has a Switch down the street when they play Minecraft. Right. What am I going to get him for Christmas? But Dad, I don't want a PS4. I can't play Minecraft with Billy. He has a Switch. Exactly. Yeah. Watch, watch, uh, Microsoft drop the Xbox from Game Pass. Like, just drop Xbox Game Pass and just have it be Game Pass and it available on all three platforms. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> just like a game, like an online system. Just slap online. the biggest yeah. fucking dick on the table. Right. Just like play games yeah. fucking anywhere. We don't care. That, that would be ridiculous. Very good point. Yeah, go stream them on PS4. We don't care. Merge PlayStation Now yeah. with Xbox Game Pass. Sony would never let it happen. But no. Still. I, I want to see it still. But still. Well, Sony still has the best first-party games no matter what. So. 100%. Here's a theory for this. If they do something like that, they would do it at double the price. Yeah. 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 Because mm-hmm. they can charge whatever the fuck they want because you'll fucking play it anywhere. Yeah. You would do it too. One hundred percent would. Yeah, for a year worth. Yeah. That would be like you pay what fifty bucks for a year. Yeah, one pass of one system, and then Microsoft right. effectively becomes the Netflix of video games. Exactly, yeah, you pay a hundred bucks a year for both of those yeah. systems or all three of them. So guaranteed, yeah. it won't happen. <laughs> Sony would never let that happen. No, no. they already have PlayStation now. They right, like <laughs> they said. were doing Game Pass and game streaming before anyone. It was just too soon. Yeah, yeah, because it was hot garbage. It really was, but and um, I've been scared to try it again because it was so bad. Yeah, number one, number one uh, idea is that maybe we'll be able to play some, uh, some like stage demos. Like all of the demos of Bethesda and Ubi games will be on Stadia. Okay, you know what I mean. So for them to go, look, we'll power your games for your for your conference on Stadia if you want, and it'll all load in super instantly. And Ubisoft is going to be like, that's gonna sell the shit out of our games. Yes, please. And they'll let it happen. Oh, yeah. How messed up would it be if the, they're like, we present Stadia, and then it just shows buffering? <laughs> <laughs> just the wheel it's spinning. Coming. It's coming. Just it's like, trust us. It's loading faster when you're actually playing, but just yeah. hold on. You guys are choking the network. If there's a reason. log out of the Wi-Fi, <laughs> we'll, we'll get they this could, fired oh. right up. Please be patient. <laughs> They could totally, totally make the biggest joke out of that. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Everybody, please, just for like the next two minutes, just log out of the Wi-Fi. Oh, man. We need more bandwidth for a second. (laughs) Just a second. Being that most of us have played Spider-Man on the PS4, um, they teased the fact that the next console that Sony is making, PS5, basically, Is uh, they're doing uh, solid state drives in all of them, so they load super quick. They show this. You can only put solid state drives in the PS4, but it's stock. Yeah, is what he's saying. Okay, it's well, not only that, but it's it's stock. But you can't. You can use them to load. You can't use them for OS. You can use them to hold games and maybe boot up games faster. But I don't think they actually like run faster. I mean, hypothetically. Hypothetically, you'd maybe load in fast. We'll make fast. it. We'll find out. Um, but they showed uh, the PS5 and just normal hardware dev kit. They were showing it off by turning on Spider-Man, 
um, going to a next second, Spider-Man has some cool-ass loading screens. They have a right. parallax Spider-Man. Right. You got to see it for about 0.5 seconds before all of New York loaded. Oh, wow. All of fucking New all York. It. it switches over. You see that Spider-Man loading screen, and you're in. What loading screen? Doesn't exactly. exist. Basically, it's a flash. I saw it on. I saw a preview of it. It was dope. Loading like screens loading are going to be screen. thing of the past, boys. Mm-hmm. Eventually, That's yeah. That's true. Where am I going to get my tutorials? <laughs> Where am I going to get my game? <laughs> oh, shit, they're going to have true. to put manuals in it again. <laughs> oh, please, I love those. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I love manuals were classic. I mean, classic, yeah, manuals, but when we're yeah. moving towards I all have digital. The public manual, the one with the little ring that you can just go like that was the I still have the Super Mario 3 manual. When we're going oh, yeah. towards a full and digital Tetris. gaming sphere, we're not going to see manuals ever again. I would pay for a manual streaming service. Have <laughs> <laughs> it be, be an extra dollar a month just so you can service. see the, tu- the tutorials for all the fucking games. Oh, yeah. I would read so many, so many <laughs> manuals for games I don't even own. Might as well, fuck own. it. First one I look up, tie the Ma- Tasmanian Tiger GameCube. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just saying. On the next episode, we will read the Solar Jetman instruction manual for the original Nintendo game. <laughs> you know, you will hear Daniel snoring. I miss Beautiful Joe. Maybe they'll give us another one of those, but Maybe. I digress. Or we Smash character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We can go up and play Beautiful Joe. Also, yeah. on the brick. We'll do times. that later this week. Neat. Next week. Next week. Thank you Sweet. all for joining us for Excitement Inc. I'm Daniel. I'm Rich. I'm Ellie. I'm Brian. Go listen to when Daniel met Rich. We never did the full schmelz. Nope. Was there a full schmelz? Oh, it's uh, at the front of the table. That's sitting on the table there. Uh, Rich, hey, look, it's an hour and 56 minutes <laughs> on the upside. I don't think we, can, we can pass full schmelz. Okay, okay. Probably it, means are fun. Done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> look at you two. Okay. Okay. Anybody else originally <laughs> think that Minecraft was that book that Hitler wrote about all of his knitting patterns? <laughs> oh! <laughs> I just keep forgetting that I'm the one who has to stop recording. (laughs)